very good morning a very happy sunday to all of you i made a video yesterday um giving my opinions on what's currently happening between kim kardashian and kanye west now known as yay my views were that i support kim kardashian in wanting to keep their daughter north northwest mangiti <laughs> northwest i'm not talking about mahikeng uh, in south africa uh, or rustenburg um, their daughter Northwest has currently got a, a TikTok account and Kanye West is not happy uh, with that. And he went on social media asking that since this is my first divorce, uh, what should I do? A lot of people have been commenting and I weighed in and I said, look, I support Kim. I think North should be on TikTok as long as it's monitored. Uh, they are celebrities at the end of the day. And Kanye has put his daughter in music videos. She's performed at Sunday sessions. Um, so I feel it's hypocritical of him to be doing what he's doing currently. I've seen some people on my YouTube channel, God Penwell. Seen people on the video that I posted on Facebook yesterday on my page, Penwell the Black Pen, saying that they disagree with me. And that's fully fine. I've got no issues with people that disagree with me. We don't have to agree on everything. But in how they disagreed and in their points, I realized that I think I need to unpack this further at least to explain my stance and where I'm coming from. There was a huge back and forth on Twitter uh, where someone posted the initial story and Kim Kardashian's response saying that Kanye has been trying to manipulate and control and be bullying and he must speak to her through the lawyers. There was a story recently of Kanye being denied access to, I think it's Chicago's birthday party, their son. Uh, I think Travis Scott eventually sent the address. So I want to discuss this, especially in the South African context. I unfortunately... Do not know much about the American system when it comes to children, uh, families, especially after divorce. So I'm going to speak from a South African context and I'm going to speak for myself as a person. As you may know by now, I have six children, uh, ranging from age 11 all the way to one, <laughs> being my youngest. Uh, my children have got four different mothers. Um, and I think I have had sufficient experience as a father with my first two children living with me for about eight, six years, respectively. I've had to go through courts fighting for one of my sons, Zulu. Uh, that's well documented on my YouTube channel. If you ever search Zulu Khosim Lojwa, all three or four of my videos pertaining to my battle fighting for my son are there. I've worked with and counseled a lot of fathers who are struggling with access. We managed to find some mothers that I've counseled as well who have struggled with access to their kids. I've done a documentary with a very good mate, Tabo Michelo, which I'm hoping will come out in the coming months, on parental alienation. Parental alienation is a term for parents that don't have access to their kids and have been kept away from their children. I've written a book, Parenting with Penwell. A lot of people have bought this book. I'm very thankful. If you'd like this book, you can DM me on Facebook, Penwell the Black Pen. You can DM me on Twitter or on my Instagram at God Penwell. Um, you can send me an email. You can go to my website. <laughs> Luckily, I've got a website now. Uh, shout out to Umfundo Seth Ndota, who set up my website. Uh, Beyond Ridge is the company. The website is www.godpenwell.com. But I'll keep posting it on my page as well. If you'd like the book, Parenting with Penwell. I'm very passionate about parenting. I think I was born to be a father. I've said this before in a video. Not everyone was born to be a parent. I was born to be a father from when I had my first child 
from when I had my first pregnancy. It has all felt right. It has all felt correct. And watching my children grow as they struggle, whether they're bleeding, whether they're going to a hospital because they have a, a breathing issue or they have an ear infection, whether they're struggling with something at school, whether I'm giving them a hiding. I enjoy every aspect of parenting to a point where I enjoy parenting other people's children as well. It's been a great journey and I'd, I'd, I'd love to get more time to parent. My mom was a very, very involved, to this day, hands-on parent. She still parents myself and my two siblings, Penson and Penrose. My father, who was deemed largely an absent parent, proved to me when I removed the lenses of westernization, proved to me that he was a very, very loving, caring parent. If it wasn't to his own children, it was to the children of the neighbors. With having boys, especially because he had soccer teams, he had boys always at his house, watching movies, playing around there. Um, he bought boxing clubs. He'd get boys to, to punch each other up, which I think is a very great exercise to toughen up young boys. He used to take boys hunting. I've gone hunting with my father as well. He used to take kids in the neighborhood, including the girls, to the local swimming pool in Newcastle, Eferam. It used to be called Eferam Swimming Pool. He'd buy them chips from the local fish and chip shop, Portos, Namarashe, No Fish. It was a party traveling with my dad. He'd pile a lot of kids on the back of his bucky when he still had a bucky. And they'd go out there. And he imparted a lot of knowledge and wisdom to the kids around, including some dodgy advice. He used to advise a lot of the boys about women. Um, he gave a lot of advice in terms of uh, <laughs> committing small crimes. <laughs> Taught a lot of the guys in the neighborhood how to drive. A lot of the guys got their driving licenses thanks to my father's teaching. So... My father was a very passionate parent in his own right, in his own way. So I think that's in me. I love parenting. I love being a father. The way we parent, and I made a video about this last week, I feel is incorrect. Human beings in how we live today work like computers. You and I are no different to chimpanzees. Chimpanzees, apes, gorillas, monkeys out there. If you look at us fundamentally, our body structures are the same. We look like them. The difference, obviously, is that human beings, like a computer, have got invisible microchips that have been implanted into them from birth. And these microchips and these apps, because I think a better term is an app, they dictate how you operate. They dictate the language that you use, whether Okuluma is Zulu, Ophie Prat Afrikaans, or Wabua. Uh, we are tetaized closer or, you know, speak English. There's a chip in your head that now dictates the language that you use. Along with that language program is the program of beliefs, religion. Are you born Islam, Muslim? Are you born Judas? Uh, uh, are you born in Judaism? Are you Jewish? Are you born Rastafarian? Uh, are you born Christian? Are you cultural? So, so it's an app that is implanted by your parents. From a young age. This informs a whole lot of other behavioral expectations as well. And mind you, our apps and our, and our beliefs have changed because of globalization, because of the advent of the internet, because of colonization. I don't know if I mentioned colonization, because of apartheid, uh, because of the influences of the media and, and other people. So the way you are and the way you're being and the way you process and the way you think. You are still a monkey, you are still a chimpanzee, except you have these apps that have been loaded into your brain that tell you that you shouldn't be naked. A baby is born naked, but now because of this app in your system, you're like, no, the, you have to wear something, you know, you have to put on something because it's inappropriate. 
and these laws that are uploaded to your mental software, which tell you this is called public indecency. You can't walk around naked. Of which a few uh, generations ago, and still in parts of rural South Africa, there are still women that walk around topless, and it's not taboo. You know, it's not taboo for a little child, a little two-year-old to walk around naked, running around. You know, it's not scary. When women go to the beach, they wear bikinis. We don't have a problem with that. Uh, when people go to a nude beach, we don't have a problem with that. When men are naked inside a steam bath, inside a sauna, we don't have issues with that. Again, it's because the apps are programmed in that way that you now say this is right, this is wrong, this is whatever. This informs now parenting and part of what's said is we have apps that we implant into our kids at home. Learn to say please, learn to say thank you. And then we send our kids to school, number one. And we send our kids to church, number two. And we get our kids to watch television, number three. And today we've got social media, number four, of which arguably social media has become the most powerful. One of the mistakes, in inverted commas, that a lot of our black African parents did after apartheid ended between 1990 and 1994 is that they sent us to what we call white, white schools, uh, ex-Model C schools, where we were taught no longer Bantu education, which was taught before, no longer apprenticeship, which was taught before, which is you learning how to work the land, how to herd the cattle, understanding your customs and your beliefs, understanding You're sent to these schools where there is a prescript which comes from colonization that teaches you to go to assembly. At assembly, the scripture reading and prayer where they read from the good book of the Bible, King James Version. Guys learn to pray. God, thank you for our food. Amen. And then from there, there's this conditioning program which now rewires the thinking and installs so many other apps in the brain of your child. And unfortunately, some of these apps that are uploaded, they clash with the beliefs that are taught at home. That's why when a child goes home and your mom, your mom and your dad is saying, we must determine. You're like, Pfft. No, dad, it's, it's determined. It's not determined. There was a cute little video of a black girl that looks like she goes to a, maybe a private school or an uppity public school. And her mom was driving the car and the mom recorded and the child is like, what's Kev? What's Kev? Kev is a person's name. It's not Kev. It's Curve. A lot of us laugh. You know, a good friend of mine tells me a story of uh, reading at home with his, with his mom. In Port Elizabeth. And he was reading this word pizza. And he read pizza. And his mom was like, pizza. This little boy is like, no mom. It's pizza. And the mom is like, yay. It's pizza. It's pizza. Long story short, the mom ended up giving him a hiding. Because he was rebelling and he was not listening to his mother. Who is telling him as an elder. It's pizza. Not pizza. Later on, the mom would obviously get to learn that it actually is pizza and she was wrong and she'd hit her child incorrectly so. These schools teach black African children to hate being black and African in everything. Especially if you look at some of the black private school boys 
over the years, it's become a trend to relax their hair. I think DDA, DDA Drogba at some point was relaxing his hair as well because you want to have soft, straight hair. The boys were doing it and we laughed. But why were we laughing with the black girls have been relaxing their hair for so long? People have been perming their hair and putting all kinds of chemicals because we want straight hair like white people. Our black girls today have got weaves and wigs like white people. You want to speak the best quality of English so that you sound educated and people ask you in intelligent questions and, and incredible questions like, where did you study? Why do you speak like that? Are you an exile baby? And obviously, if Mtomnyama doesn't speak good English, uh, there's a chance that they didn't go to a good school. There's a chance that they undereducated. Saudi Mutsuaneng did a great interview on, on Mac G's podcast and chill, Mac G and Usol. And a lot of people that had not known of Saudi, besides being on the internet and being trashed by the media, and besides the meme of that thing, you know, they got to listen to the guy's thoughts in his broken, uneducated English. Would know, man. Rumchita has done wrong. He's actually smart and he's caring and he has an idea and he's great at what he does. Besides playing 90% lo local content on SAPC, he's got really great ideas for South Africa as a nation. So we judge people on English because there's these apps at school that if you don't speak good English, we can't trust you. If you've got a president who's, um, furthermore, the economics of the transparency, uh, we will see how we... That person is not uh, educated, is not smart, you can't trust them. They're probably corrupt. But when you speak very well and uh, you articulate yourself and, you know, we've got a great plan and strategy for the country, like, oh my gosh, this guy speaks so well, I want to give him all my money. You know? Um, but my point was, these schools make us hate being African and black and make us look down on our parents. There have been stories that have come out about kids and their hairstyles. We had... Um, I forget this young girl's name. I think she's a colored girl at Pretoria Girls High. Zuleika. Zuleika. Who was fighting for, for hair and she became the face. You know, we love having faces. Whether it's Nkosi Johnson with AIDS. Or it's... Mkwekanya. Uh, forgot her surname. With GBV. We like having a face of, of, certain, of certain moves. And she was the face of... of Hair policies in the country. Hair policies which are protected by our black African government. You know, and people have had to fight back and allow kids to have dreadlocks in school, allow kids to have afros. Um, we've had issues of schools not allowing easy panja, the <laughs> African wristwear. Uh, shout out to my boy Temba Shabalale Mnambit in Lady Smith who sells a combination of a watch and his panja called Spatch or Spatch, Spanja watch. This panja obviously goes against a lot of these schools because a lot of these schools have been built by churches. Your saint, what, what? When you hear Saint John, Saint Stevens, uh, Saint Mary, Saint Anne's, you must know that these are religious. These schools came from religious prescriptions. They were built by churches. Saint Dominic's, you know, Saint Peter's. So obviously, if you're a Christian school, it means you have a Christian ethos, and the kids must ascribe to biblical prescripts. That means the idea of now bringing African beliefs like Hispanic and Ipeshu. It's not really going to be allowed in that school and it's enshrined in the school's constitution. And if the black parents who agreed to the school's prescriptions when they enrolled their child there now want to fight, they must go to the governing body and challenge the constitution. Of which sadly, for many reasons, our black parents don't attend annual general meetings. 
They don't attend parents' evenings. They don't they don't go and they and they, and they sit on these boards and challenge and change and transform the schools. They feel like paying school fees is enough and then they whine when their kids are being done wrong. A lot of us were oppressed in our schools, what we call systematic racism, undertone racism, where a lot of the teachers would say, Stop making noise like monkeys. So as a black child, it's weird that you're being told to quiet down. You're like, but if I quiet down, it's like I'm whispering and I'm gossiping. And where I come from, we have to be audible and loud to show that I'm not gossiping about you. I can't laugh out loud because the teacher says I'm being rude and rebellious. The quiet little well-spoken and silent black child is, is the teacher's pet. The child who wants to articulate themselves is called a rebel. Why are you back chatting? Get out of my classroom. Go to the principal's office and tell him what you've done. We oppress children. They can't express themselves. And we call that education, turning kids into robots. And if they cannot behave like robots, we, we diagnose them as having ADHD, being hyperactive, and they need Ritalin and other medication to calm them down and turn them into zombies because teachers don't have time to deal with creative, artistic children that want to move around and be kids. So school is the one place, church is the, the next place where our children are indoctrinated and told that this is right and this is wrong. You need to turn the other cheek. That's what Jesus wanted. You shouldn't use foul language. You shouldn't. All these things and we're constantly hammering and panel beating our chimpanzee selves into becoming these western colonized civilized robots. Shaikwela is, is, is deemed barbaric and backwards. And you must carry yourself in a certain way. And God bless you. I hope you will be blessed. And that's when you're deemed normal. So church is the next space that uploads these apps that indoctrinate us into behaving a certain way. Then I spoke about television, which has been very powerful over the years. Where through TV, girls get to learn to become Brooke Logan or Taylor. You know, they learn how to become uh, on generations or whatever other celebrities out there. And they mimic what they see in stories, how to kiss. Why do you kiss like that? You know, you must put tongue. Where did you see that on days of our lives? Malena, no power. You know, um, then we saw music videos and through music videos, there was a whole lot of hype of why are they bums? And, you know, we saw Jarul, Channel O and, you know, Missy A, she's a bitch. That song was crazy. We had Lil' Kim with, um, there was a song featuring Cisco. How many licks? <laughs> Jeez. When that video came on, Umundu would cringe. And you'd want to change the channel because, yes, yes, it's explicit. Years later, we'd obviously have your Nicki Minaj and Cardi B and all these other people. And we'd have to get twerking and, you know. So TV has sculpted again our kids in, in various ways. In good ways. In what we call immoral and bad ways. Especially when the rappers came out, you know. They became rebellious and they became some of our role models. Those of us who are growing up in, in quality, nice spaces, just like Drizzy Drake, grew up well, speaking well, being articulate. Then you see Tupac Shakur and he's saying, thug life, motherfuckers, thug life. You know, also raised well, but rebellious and saying, now I want to speak for an alternative person out there who doesn't have a voice. Where Lauren Hill, who also grew up well off, middle class family, her parents were educated. Um, she went, she was lived in a Jewish neighborhood, went to a good Jewish school, was very articulate, but she found the refugees, the Fuji, she went, she went, met 
Wycliffe Jean, she, she met Proswell, and they created the Fujis, and she got to speak for especially black women. We got your Erika Badus, we got Common, we got Talib Kweli and Most Def, you know, who also became voices for intelligent black kids who weren't just good puppets for the West, but who also wanted to speak about the black narrative as well, you know. Television. Today we've got social media, which is insane. Now, now we're inundated with everyone trying to tell us what's right and what's wrong. Are you with Joe Biden? Are you with Donald Trump? Are you a Republican? Are you a Democrat? Are you with the ANC? Are you with the DA? If you're with the DA, you are sellout black. Are you a 702 black? 702 black, where you always want to fight for white people. Do you believe in Cyril? Do you believe with Jacob Zuma? You know, do you believe in, in Chris Hani? Or do you believe in, you know, are you more in the story of Black Panther with Wakanda? Are you more with uh, T'Challa? Are you more with Killmonger? Are you more Malcolm X or Martin Luther King? Are you Thomas Sankara? It's insane. It's a lot. And obviously our kids are at the mercy because, you know, their minds are fragile. And like I said, we're constantly hammering and panel beating. And the loudest, most coolest, most whatever person is who's going to sculpt their mind. Your child is going to think Lil Wayne is cool because that's who's getting pumped the most to them. So now they want tattoos on their face and they want dreadlocks. They're going to think Justin Bieber is the coolest because that's the loudest kid that they hear. Every girl wants to be Kim Kardashian because the Kardashians were being shoved down everyone's throat. No, I think I'm more like Chloe. No, I think I'm more like... Because that's, that's who's sculpting us. That's, we're mimicking them. We're watching them. We're like, oh, okay, so if I speak like this, and I think if like, I make my voice deeper, then I think girls will like me. So, you know... Um... But you know, if I like, speak a bit louder and I sound like, uh, like Chris Rock or Chris Tucker and I sound like Kevin Hart, we're constantly mimicking what we're seeing because we want to get reactions from society and, and behave in a certain way and... Sometimes our, 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 our minds like break down and malfunction and they short circuit. That's what leads to depression and what we call mental illness. And we just don't know. Penal, don't swear. Our kids can't watch this. I've seen so many people on my videos. Hey, bitch, your videos are great, but stop swearing. Our kids want to... Who the fuck told you? Nah, he must swear and express himself. I mean, it's, it's how kids speak. As we grow older, we become dumber and we become our parents. And it, it saddens me because I've tried so hard to hold on to myself as a child. I wanted to be Michael Jackson. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Um, I've tried to hold on. Have you seen my childhood? I'm searching for that wonder in my youth. Michael Jackson's got a beautiful song he did, did for Free Willy, for the Free Willy movie talk, uh, called Childhood. Beautiful, beautiful song. Strings. He struggled with the whole being an adult, being a child. When do you become an adult? When do you... I've tried to hold on to the childhood me because I see what happens when you become an adult. You've, you've morphed Optimus Prime. You've morphed fully into what they've wanted you to become. And I never, I never wanted to lose myself and, and being the curious, inquisitive, creating child, a creative child. We used to listen to swear words and hip hop and Queen Latifah and watch Set It Off with sex scenes and uh, boys, boys in the hood. And, you know, we watched it without telling our parents. If you look at like uh, bad, not bad boy, um, baby boy, Tyrese Gibson, Ving Rhames. 
we used to steal the stuff, you know, we'd listen to like cassette tapes without our parents listening and Wu-Tang Clan and, you know, a tribe called Quest, you know, and Tupac, like I said, and, you know, Shug Knight and, and Death Row and, and then obviously Emmanuel. I think on Friday nights or Saturday nights, Emmanuel on ETV, which was soft porn, the softest and the shittiest of porn where the woman would ride the guy, but it looked like she's riding him on his chest, which means there's no dick inside her. But we like lower the volume to like zero and busy watching around the room that your mom doesn't come in while you're watching this shitty soft porn. We did a lot of things. Kids were smoking in the bathrooms at school. Kids were obviously kissing each other between break or like somewhere at the back of school where no one sees. That's where you're fingering girls for the first time. People are having sex when their parents are not there. Hosting what we call him these parties when it's like sports day and kids host at someone's party whose parents are a bit more liberal and they may be out of town so kids are buying booze because their older brother got them booze so they get drunk so kids do a lot of rebellious things that are not allowed and frowned upon by their parents and tv and the church but they do it and those same parents those same kids once they grow up and become parents they it's like they they, they get amnesia and they forget the bullshit that they did when they were kids and they forget that kids are rebellious they forget that kids are going to break the rules you, you think that your child doesn't know TikTok. <laughs> you think your child hasn't seen YouTube. Your, your child hasn't seen porn. You think your, your, your 10 year old, 12 year child hasn't seen that. If they go into school, they're getting exposure to that because there's a child that smuggled the phone in there. And during break, everyone is surrounded that kid except one who's born. And little boys and girls are seeing like a, a, a dick inside a pussy. And like, fuck, what are they doing? And the woman is screaming and squirting and little girls are experimenting with sex and they also want to scream and squirt these these uh things keep coming out of teenage pregnancy and girls as young as 10 years old having kids and a lot of us are pretending to be shocked fake shock oh my gosh no this statue to get the fuck out of here man house as kids little girls saying i'm gonna be the mom you're gonna be the dad let's go and sleep now the kids must go play. Mama no baba on sleep. You know what the fuck you were doing. And now you're pretending like you don't know what kids get up to. Some of these young kids are having sex with each other. Some of these pregnancies are from like a 13-year-old sleeping with a 12-year-old. 15-year-old sleeping with a 12-year-old. 16-year-old sleeping with a 14-year-old. And that's how the girl falls pregnant. Because the boys can generate sperm at that age. Yes, the statutory rape. Yes, we need to st stop it. Yes, we need to stop teachers from being predators. Yes, Yes, yes. But kids also get up to shit because we used to get up to shit. Now we have to judge celebrity parents, of which a lot of us don't know what celebrities go through. Will and Jada. Jada tells a story of how Jaden would go to school and say and cry and say, I don't want to be here. And eventually Jada took her out of took him out of school and they decided to homeschool and build their own alternative schooling. Elon Musk built his own school, Ad Astra, I'm not sure what it's called now, for his five boys. We act like we don't know what happens. Kim Kardashian became wildly popular for a leaked sex tape with Ray J, Brandy's brother. Leaked. She said she didn't want it to be out there. We don't know if she wanted it to be out there or not, but she's got a sex tape. I think she's been married before. She got divorced. Obviously, the Kardashians became a worldwide sensational reality show. Today, we've got the Ranakas. We've got Umusam Selegu. For all these housewives of what what and all these guys that are trying to create reality shows because the Kardashians was sensational. 
obviously we were introduced to Chris Jenner, uh, who is not Chris, Bruce Jenner, who was Chris, Kard uh, Chris Kardashian, Kim Kardashian's mother's husband, who eventually became transgender. And, you know, that story came out and he had a daughter. Uh, what's the Jenner girl's name? She was called a, a billionaire. And she's with Travis Scott. Jenna, Jenna. What's the Jenna girl's name? Uh, whatever her name is. She's become a sensation as well. Reality TV. Now, Kim Kardashian and her family are wildly popular. And they've got kids. And she decided to marry Kanye West. Controversial in his own right. You know, wearing pink um, golfers. Doing like gay softer rap which inspired your drakes and all these other softer kids who rapped about their emotions kid cuddy you know very outspoken very controversial very out there he has outbursts yay blacks chose slavery i support donald trump they decided to get married and they had kids we love them we love both of them we love kim and and kanye we love their kids you know these caramel cocoa latte looking children and you can only expect that their kids were going to be celebrities in their own right. Be outspoken. Probably be creative. We've seen North get on Kanye's Sunday sessions and sing. You know, he's featured on some of his music videos. So their lives are never going to be normal. Just like Jaden Smith is not normal. Willow Smith is not normal. Um, Lil Wayne, obviously, on his own right. Justin Bieber. Um, all these young kids that have celebrity parents who are not normal. Now the mom decides, because we're a celebrity family, we're on reality TV. I'd like my child to have social media accounts. I'd like North to have a TikTok account. It's going to be joint with me. The first thing that people have been lying about, mostly because they're ignorant, is TikTok and YouTube don't allow children to be on there. Because they know that some of their content is, is not appropriate. So they have a kiddie's YouTube version. You can look it up which has censored stuff. And if some of the stuff is inappropriate, you can report to YouTube. I don't think this is appropriate for kids. TikTok has got a younger version for kids under 13 to be on. It's there. They're trying. They're also trying to do what they can. The same way your kids are kissing and smoking and doing whatever the fuck they do at school. It's not within school policies, but schools are trying to monitor and what what. You can be like, oh my gosh, my daughter fell pregnant, but she goes to your school. Ma'am, should we sue you because your daughter fell pregnant and she's your child? What the fuck? So the school must be responsible, but you're not responsible. Where are you as the parent? Where is the church? Where is TV? Where is the government? When are you going to take responsibility? Where is the child? Can we speak to the child and the child takes some responsibility for whatever the fuck they were doing? I don't see anything wrong with Kim Kardashian, a super celebrity, getting a child on social media. The child's already on reality TV. Should it be monitored? Probably if, if North is not mature enough to handle that stuff. But there are old people that can't handle social media. People are killing themselves off Twitter, off Instagram, off being cyber bullied. We don't know if this guy committed suicide, who Patrick Shai. We don't know if it was because of cyber bullying that he committed suicide, but even adults can't handle that. Yes, so kids won't handle that either. So there needs to be some type of restraint. But does that mean you must now shelter people from social media? No, everyone mustn't be on social media because everyone is being attacked. That means you mustn't go out into the world because people will attack you in the world. A taxi driver will physically, or not physically, will verbally abuse you. The people at school will verbally abuse you. Your boss. Every, now we must fucking tiptoe around everyone like we're fucking insane. No, man. Kanye is being 
convenient, wanting to tell Kim what she should and shouldn't do. Yes, they should have the discussion. Should our kids be on social media? Why, why not? And you must, you and your partner must look and be like, what's in the child's best interest? No, they shouldn't be, watch any TV. That's bullshit. There's cartoons on TV. There's National Geographic. There's, the, there's a lot of education on TV. You may as well not send your child to school because there's teachers that are going to say inappropriate things. Then it's like, no, parents must be on the same page. No, they don't. Parents don't have to be on the same page. Because you and the teacher are not on the same page. You and the television are not on the same page. You and your own siblings that your kids get to visit are not on the same page. You and the neighbors, you and your kids' friends, you and the church, you and your own parents, your children's grandparents are not on the same page. So your dad must never slaughter anything when your kids are around because you are a devout Christian. Get the fuck out of here, man. I've said before that people have small brains and they constantly shine their pop little peanut puny brains on social media for us to study and be like, look at this fucking imbecile. And when we say stuff, because you guys have got tiny minuscule brains, you again want to show off your miniature little fucking kinati of a brain. Because you, you just want to sound right. Because again, of these apps that have been implanted in your brain and you want to sound politically correct. No, that's illegal. Slavery, slavery was legal. Apartheid was legal. The gassing of the Jews was legal. There's still about 40 million slaves in the world today, but you motherfuckers don't know that because you're so ignorant. There are ongoing conflicts. There are wars to this day. If you go on Wikipedia and you type ongoing conflicts, you will see wars where people are dying every single day. But you don't give a flying fuck and you're ignorant because you don't know. No, that's in... You can't say that. It just means you're stupid and you're ignorant. Let parents do what's best for them. The law in this country gives both parents 50% rights and responsibilities. You have a right to see your child and raise your child in the best way you know how. Teaching them isi zulu, is cause, is pedi. Or teaching your child, I want my child to perform and have a YouTube channel and be on television. It's child labor when your child works at spa or at game, cleaning and sweeping and getting paid. It's not child labor when your child is cleaning at your home. It's not child labor when your child is on your TV being a presenter, working under stress because they have to do schoolwork and play sports and then they have to read a script. Hey guys, it's me, Kim. Welcome to YouTube We're in the wild room. Uh, we've got our friends here to, under pressure having to perform in front of a TV and having other kids judge them and see them as celebrity. That's not a problem. But you want to put a child in a space where they're selling at their mom's shop and they're working as a cashier or they're working at their father's car wash or they help their father in their taxi business or deal with... That's child labor. Because you're stupid. Because there's an app that's telling you right and wrong. You're dressed inappropriately, but as soon as you're wearing a bikini and you're walking on a runway, oh, that's beautiful. It's amazing. Because your brain has zero logic. You're a puppet. I can say something to you and you react. Black people are idiots. Oh my gosh, did he just fucking say... What? So you're not going to stop and, and, and just ask, why did he say that? Who is he? Oh my gosh, he used the N-word. I can't believe he said that. No, he must be cancelled. So we live in this society with idiots and, and I have to be the adult and I have to be the parent and I have to now tell you guys, guys, apply your minds. Guys, don't take things at, at surface level. 
Yes, I know you voted for him to be your president, but he can be wrong. He can be captured. He can be influenced to do things that harm you. So stop and be like, Angie Mutsecha wants the kids to do this. Is it in our children's best interest? Yes, no. Let's decide for ourselves. Because you can't think for yourself. I now have to be this master chip. God. Penwell. I am God in your brain. When the Bible is saying, do well unto your slaves, you're like, no, my God is Penwell. He's the SIM card in my brain. He tells me that I mustn't listen to this in the Bible. He tells me that when the Quran says this, I mustn't agree. When Cyril says this, I must be like, no, Cyril is not acting in the best interest of my kids. When they tell us that guns are bad, the same people who have an army and lots of guns, they're not acting in our best interests. When I tell us that our kids mustn't watch TV, no. My kids will watch National Geographic and the History Channel and other educational stuff because my God, Penwell, has told me to do so. When they say, no, it's not right to... I will listen to what Penwell has to say because he has proven to me that I'm not smart enough to think for myself. I will listen to him instead of listening to these other people because I used to listen to them before and I realized that I'm poor. I'm generally miserable. My kids and I are not happy. I'm going to stop this video there. I support Kim. She is trying to parent in the best way that she knows how. As a celebrity, as someone who became famous and rich of social media, um, I would like Kanye as a father. A lot of men, myself included, are being oppressed by these systems from parenting our kids in the best way we know how. Kanye must be allowed to parent his kids in the best way he knows. Sorry, my battery is running out. Both parents must exercise their rights and responsibilities and not bully each other. Penuel the black pen. I'll stop now in the interests of my battery dying. Have a great Sunday. Cheers.